Good evening. Welcome to the Daily Audio Prayer. I'm excited to have everyone here praying with me, praying together, praying with you throughout the world. It's exciting to be part of this global family of prayer. We're going to begin and go right to the Word of God. John chapter 10. Jesus talking about the Good Shepherd. So we're going to be praying through verses 1 through 18. And then go into a prayer from prayers that avail much. On prayers for the needs and concerns of the individual submitting all to God. So let's begin here. Jesus says, Lord, we hear your voice tonight. We hear you and we come to you and we worship you and adore you and bow down before you, our Lord and our Savior, our King. For you are the ideal shepherd. You assure us, Lord, that anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the door but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. And ones who enter by the door is the shepherd of the sheep, the one, you, Jesus, you who enter by the door, you are our shepherd and we are your sheep. This doorkeeper opens it for him and we, the sheep, hear his voice. And you call your own sheep by name. Lord, we thank you. We are blessed that you call us by name. And you've given us the ears to hear and the faith and the, the power, the spiritual power to recognize you and listen to you and to listen to our voice being called. And you lead us out. And when you have brought us all out on the outside, you go ahead of us and we follow you because we recognize your voice. You are our shepherd. May we only recognize your voice and follow you. May we not follow as believers, as those that are looking to please God, looking to follow you closely. May we recognize what a stranger is and not listen and run away from the stranger, whoever it is, anyone, else that calls us because we do not recognize the voice of strangers. That is a good thing. And may that be true in each one of us. And you also assure us that you are the door of the sheep and all who come before you are thieves and robbers. But the sheep We, Lord, do not listen to them. You are our door. And if we enter by you, we will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. We know, Lord, 
that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is the enemy. That is the enemy of our soul, Satan. But you have come, and we praise you and are grateful, and we worship you tonight that you have come, that we may have life and have it in abundance, have abundant life that you give us. You are our good shepherd, and you lay down your life. And we know now in this time in our in in history, we know that you did lay down your life for the sheep, for us. And the hired man, since he is not the shepherd and doesn't own the sheep, leaves him and runs away when he sees wolf coming. And the wolf then snatches and scatters. This happens because he's a hired man. He doesn't care about the sheep. But you are the good shepherd, Lord. And you know your own sheep. You know us. And we know you. And as the Father knows you, Lord Jesus, and you know the Father, you lay down your life for the sheep. But there are other sheep that are not of this fold. And you will bring them out as well. And they will listen to your voice. And then they will be one flock, one shepherd. And this is why you, Father God, love Jesus. Because he is laying down his life. So that he may take it up again. No one takes it from you, Lord. But you lay it down on your own. And you alone have the right to lay it down. And you alone have the right and the power to take it up again. And you have received this command from your Father, the God of gods, the Lord of lords. So as we contemplate and pray about the concept and the idea of submitting all to you, Father, we acknowledge that you are the supreme authority. You are a God of order. You have instituted other authority structures that will support healthy relationships and maintain harmony. And we surrender our will to you, Lord that we might find protection and dwell in your secret place, Most High. Father, we thank you for pastors and leaders of the church, those who are submitted to you and are examples to the congregation. We submit to the church elders, our leaders, and wherever we are in this world, wherever church we go to, whatever spiritual authority is put before us, we submit to them as as those that are led by you. And we trust, Lord, that they are listening to you. May we give them the respect and yield to their counsel that is given by you. And again, trusting that they are listening to you and not to their flesh, not to their own minds, their own power, their own desires, but listening to your voice. Lord, you know just how rebellious I have been and we have been. So we ask your forgiveness for manipulating circumstances and people, for trying to manipulate you to get our own way. 
May your will be done in our life, even as it is in heaven. Father, when we feel that our life is spiraling out of control, we bind our minds to the mind of Christ by your word, by soaking in the word of God and our emotions to the control of the Holy Spirit. We lose our mind from obsessive thought patterns that try to confuse us. And Father, we understand that obedience is far better than sacrifice, that you are much more interested in our listening to you than in our offerings of material things to you. Father, once we were blind, but now we can see. We can see that our rebellion was as bad as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. And we repent of these sins and ask you to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Father God, you deserve honesty from the heart. Yes, utter sincerity and truthfulness. Thank you for this wisdom. Sprinkle us with cleansing blood, the cleansing blood of the Lamb of God, and we shall be clean again. Wash us and we shall be whiter than the snow. You have rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son you love, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Lord, we want to follow you, and we are putting aside our own desires and conveniences. We yield our desires that are not in your plan for us. Even in the midst of our fear, we surrender and entrust our future to you, and we choose to take up our cross and follow you, to cleave steadfastly to you, conform wholly to your example in living and in need be in dying also, we desire to lose our lower life on your account that we might find the higher life. Father, you gave Jesus to be my example. He has returned to you, Father, and has sent the Holy Spirit to be our helper and guide. In this world, we know that there are temptations, trials, and tribulations, but you, Jesus, have overcome the world and we are of good cheer, confident and undaunted. Jesus is our Lord. We choose to become your servant, Lord, but you call us your friend and brother. Lord, help us to walk through the process of surrendering our all to you. And we exchange rebellion and stubbornness for a willing and obedient heart. When we refuse to listen, anoint our ears to open, and we we are blinded by our own desires, open our eyes to see. We belong to you, Jesus, the anointed one, you who breaks down, destroys every yoke of bondage. In your name and obedience to your will, O Father, we submit to the control and direction of the Holy Spirit whom you have sent to live in us. And we are your children. All to you we surrender. We are an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. In Jesus' name. And so, as we journey on in this life, Lord of cloud and fire, we are strangers. 
Strangers in difference, our hands hold a pilgrim's staff, but our march is Zionward. Our eyes are toward the coming of the Lord. Our heart is in your hands without reserve. You have created it, redeemed it, renewed it, captured it, and conquered it. Keep from it every opposing foe, crushing it every rebel lust, and mortify every treacherous passion. Annihilate every earth-born desires. All faculties of our being vibrate to your touch. We love you with soul, mind, body, and strength. Might, spirit, affection, will. Desire, intellect, and understanding. You are the very perfection of all perfection. All intellect is derived from you. Our scanty rivulets flow from the unfathomable fountain. Compared with you, the sun is darkness, all beauty, deformity, all wisdom, folly, and the best goodness, faulty. You are worthy of an adoration greater than our dull hearts can yield. Invigorate our love that it may rise worthily to you. Tightly entwine itself around you. Be allured by you. Then shall our walk be endless praise. Thank you, Jesus, for your words. Thank you for the privilege of coming before you and bowing down before the God, the holy God who became man, who died, whose blood was shed for us. We are grateful and we submit to you today for you are the one who uh, makes us and gives us all that we need to journey on in this life, to move forward, to progress, and to become closer to you, to become more holy and set apart and sanctified. You are the key to that. So Jesus, we honor you and we praise you and thank you. In your holy name, amen. Well, Thank you again. I'm blessed every time I sit and pray with you guys, you men and women, brothers and sisters out there. It blesses me and I am reminded of just how much I need the prayers of others. So pray for me. Pray that I stay steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord and stay holy and pure before my God. And I pray that for you too, that you would be steadfast and you would be like a, um, have a purpose, that purpose of, of living for Christ would come out in all that you do. I'm reminded, I'm reading the book even now on, on the Korean Pentecost. And it is the story of the church in Korea, the history of, of uh, missions in Korea. And one of the first men who came to Korea um, was uh, Mr. Moffat. And I'll finish with this. One 
the, the last part of this chapter, he was on a ship that was being, um, that was on fire. It was sinking. And the uh, Koreans were on the shore waiting for the uh, crew to come ashore so they could kill them. And so they were all fighting and uh, enemies. And, but a strange man came up out of the water with books in his hand. And while he walked towards the shore, he was being clubbed to death. He was being knifed. He was being put to death. And all the while, he had Bibles in his hand. He was throwing out to people. He saved the Bibles from the sinking ship. Um, and that was his that was his purpose. That was his passion. He didn't care about his life. He cared about getting the word of God. And he just threw them on the, before that, just threw them on the beach for anybody to pick up. And God's word was true where it says, my word shall not return void. Because later on, um, history proved that churches, that God did provide these Bibles for, for certain people. And churches grew everywhere in Korea because of this one man's sacrificing, giving his life so that these Bibles could be given to the, uh, the Korean people. So uh, I was very, I was touched and moved by that. So I will leave you with that and we will look forward to praying together tomorrow. Good night.